This is Sustainable-ish with me, Jen Gale, and it is great to have you here. Listen in each week and I hope I can brighten up your day and leave you feeling inspired and excited about the magnificent human being that you are and the power that you have to create a better world. You won't find any expectations of eco-warrior perfection here. There's no obligatory tree hugging. You won't be judged if you drive a car, wear leather shoes, or eat the odd pack of Haribo every now and then. I'll be sharing my own gems of wisdom for sustainable-ish living, and I also relentlessly scour the internet for people doing amazing things to tackle the big environmental issues that we're facing, and I hound them until they agree to come on and inspire us all with their fabulousness and the positive change that they're making. So sit back, listen in, and get ready to change the world one baby step at a time. Hello and welcome back to the Sustainable-ish podcast. It is brilliant to have you here. Now, before we dive into today's episode, there's a quick ad break, not something we usually have on this podcast, but I wanted to let you know about the new course that I'm running called Talking Climate. Talking Climate is a carbon literacy accredited course aiming to help you get your head around the basics of climate science the impacts of climate change, both locally and around the globe, and the urgency of action. In addition, and really, really importantly, there is a focus on action, which is one of the things I love about the Carbon Literacy Project. At the end of the course, to qualify as carbon literate and to get yourself a shiny, lovely certificate, you have to submit both an action that you will take as an individual and as part of a group that will help to reduce carbon emissions. And As the name suggests, there's also a big focus on talking climate too, because as we discussed in last week's episode with Cass Hebron, talking about climatey stuff can often feel really uncomfortable and many of us, me included, sometimes shy away from it when in fact it's one of the most important things we can do to fight climate change. The course has been running for a couple of months now and it has been such a delight running it and hearing each week about the gentle climate conversations that people have felt empowered and inspired to have and to see the actions that they pledge to at the end of the course. If that sounds like something that you'd love to find out more about then please do visit the Sustainable-ish website www.asustainablelife.co.uk forward slash carbon literacy and I'll pop that link into the show notes as well. Um, please do drop me an email on jen at sustainableish.co.uk if you've got any questions about any of that. It would be lovely to hear from you. Okay, so ad break over. This week we are talking all about habit change because as individuals, a lot of the changes that we need to make to lower our environmental impact and those carbon emissions involve behavioural change and developing new habits, which can be hard. Much of the time we develop habits, good or bad, unintentionally. We do things because they're the quickest, the easiest, the most enjoyable, and they become habits as we repeat them. And once they're habits, we don't have to think about them. So our brain loves habits. But if we do stop and think about them, we might find that the habits that we've developed aren't actually in line with our values and the things that we care about. But anyone who's tried to give up smoking or coffee or get fitter will tell you that breaking old habits and developing new ones can be a teensy bit tricky. Which is where my guest today and the app that they have developed called iLuna comes in. 
So I am chatting to Lars Ronning, the co-founder of iLuna, which is an app that can help you to create new sustainable-ish habits. And it also helps you to get others around you involved. So it's ticking lots and lots of these boxes about how we can, um, helping us to be more effective climate action takers. So listen in, do let me know whether you then inspired to go and sign up to iLuna and which of the dares you decide to join in with. I would love to hear from you and uh, enjoy this one and I will catch you next week. Take care. Hello, Lars. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Good to meet you. Yeah, great to um, great to have you here. Can you kick off by introducing yourself to us all? Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd be happy to. So, um, so again, yeah, my name is Lars Running, and I'm the I'm the founder of Iluna. Um, and Iluna is a project that I founded together with my wife and and co-founder Helena. We've always been passionate about the environment and uh, the outdoors, gardening, sports, and so on. And and uh, we decided to to build Iluna as a, as a pretty exciting venture. Amazing. So, what's your? You say you've always been interested in the sort of outdoors and things, but what's your what's your background? Well, well, my personal background is that um, that I've been building U.S. technology companies' business in Europe for many years. Um, but my hobbies have always been around fishing, cycling, hiking, mm. trekking, boating. So it's really enjoying the outdoors. Mm. Helene has been crazy about gardening for many, many years. Um, so yeah, we've spent um, at least, let's say, half of our lives um, outdoors mm. rather than um, you know sitting in an office. Yeah. And so can you just briefly describe what iLuna is for people who haven't come across it? Yes. So iLuna is an app that helps individuals and now also organizations of all sizes become more sustainable uh, through building better habits, one habit at a time. Um, So it's a mobile app that you can download from either Google Play or or the Apple App Store, uh, and it's available for free. Brilliant. And so how did you go from somebody who enjoys spending time outdoors, um, has a fairly techie sort of work life by the sounds of it, to sort of being concerned about sustainability and thinking this is an area where you could do something? So, um, so as I mentioned, we've always um, enjoyed the outdoors and, and also taking care of the environment. But it wasn't until about uh, 2019, so about three years ago, that Helene and I, we made the, um, the conscious decision that we as, as individuals needed to become more sustainable because we had been um, watching, you know, some of David Attenborough's um, programs. We were watching BBC's War on Plastic um, mm. and quite a few of the, the documentaries. And we realized that we, we needed to do something. Mm-hmm. So we, we did what many people do um, generally and, or have started doing is... Um, we, we made changes to the way that we live. Mm. So we, we changed our diets, became almost vegetarian um, overnight. We, um, we consciously started um, cutting plastic out of, of our purchases, mm-hmm. started buying less. We, um, we bought an electric vehicle mm-hmm. uh, and we also started making minor modifications to our house, to our home to make it more energy efficient. Mm. But um, we sort of felt alone on our journey because we, we didn't know others who were doing the same thing at the same time. And then we started looking at were there any apps or platforms out there for people like ourselves who are not campaigners, we're not really activists, we're just ordinary people who want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we couldn't really find anything. 
And uh, since I've been in technology for many years, Helene has been in, in green roofing solutions. She's been working with gardening for many years. We thought there's got to be an opportunity to build an app, to build mm. something. And, um, and that's what we uh, decided to do. Amazing. So that was 2019. Yes. So three years ago. And so when did the sort of first, I mean, I've, I've like the least techie person in the world. I've got no idea how you even start kind of building an app. But I guess techie bits aside, how did you decide what it was going to include, how it was going to work? What would be the, you know, in your head, I, you know, it's hard to know what will be useful for people, I guess, until you start trying it. Where, where did you start with all of that? Yes. So, so the, the big vision that we, um, we went after was that we wanted to create sort of, of a LinkedIn for sustainability. So a platform or a community where people who care about the, um, the environment could find like-minded and connect and exchange ideas and, and information. But of course, that's a very big vision. So mm. we sort of thought, what is the one thing that we as individuals or companies or schools or councils generally need to do to become more sustainable? That is to build better habits. Because mm. without better habits, we're not going to change things. We're not going to become more sustainable. So we decided that habit change was what we were going to, to start with. Mm -hmm. And um, you're absolutely right that, that building an app is, is not easy. It takes time and it takes the right people. What it also takes is, um, is money because um, <laughs> these things don't come for cheap, unfortunately. Yes, yeah. So, um, so we were lucky that we were able to raise um, some seed funding through um, a couple of business angels. And um, we then put uh, a team together. We did um, quite a bit of uh, experimentation and prototyping. And um, yeah, last year, we, um, after about a year and a half development, we launched the, the first consumer version of the app. And um, yeah, and sort of the rest is history. Yeah. And you say on the website, I think that bit about habits is, is so important because so many of the things that we do every day are habitual. And we've developed the habits that we've got a lot of the time completely unintentionally. We've done them because they're the quickest, the easiest, the most convenient. And sometimes if we stop and think a lot of those actions and a lot of those habits won't necessarily sit very well with our values and so yeah it, it is that bit about sort of consciously reframing these habits and once we once we create a new habit it becomes our new normal and it becomes very much easier to do it and you talk on the website about the sort of behavioral ideas that are that are behind that can you talk a little bit more about that yeah i am um, i can so so one of the things we did was um before we started out, we were looking at what else was there out there in the market because clearly we needed to do something that we thought was going to be better. Mm. And one of the things we saw, uh, we saw is that some of the apps that were there had you do sort of a new thing every day. Right. So on a Monday, they would ask you to remember your reusable bottle. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, you should um, walk to work instead of taking the car mm. or, or the train. On Wednesday, you should turn the heating down. Mm. And all of that is, is, is maybe fun, but it doesn't build new habits. Mm. It, um, it becomes a game, but it doesn't help, you know, mm. you become really more sustainable. So we decided to look at um, apps within sports, for example. So within sports, there is an app called Couch to 5K, yes. which yeah. helps you get off the sofa and in shape to run five kilometers. It's a very simple thing where you need to do uh, the same thing for a period of time until you are able to run five kilometers. 
So the way that we've built Iluna is sort of around the same thing, also inspired by science. So if you have um, heard about a, a gentleman with the name of James Clear, uh, James Clear wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Mm, yes. It's all about um, changing habits by um, doing the same little thing for a period of time until it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. So that is the premise behind Iluna, that our habit change programs that we call DARES, have you do a new uh, or the same thing for a week, mm -hmm. then you do another week, and then you do another two weeks. Okay. So chances are that after a month, you might not have built a new habit, but you would at least have built a foundation for a new habit. And then um, you can then take more dares and gradually, one dare at a time, mm. become more sustainable. And so what, what um, you mentioned sort of some of the other apps that exist and, and there's almost this sort of gamification, isn't there, yes. of um, doing things. Is, is there any sense of that in that do I, do I get something if I complete a dare? You, you absolutely do. Apart from a smug sense of satisfaction. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, so one of the important things around Iluna is that you can set your own personal target. So if, for example, that, we, um, that you want to cut meat out of your diet, but you think that doing it um, every day for seven days um, straight is probably too big of an undertaking, mm -hmm. then you can decide during the next week, I want to cut meat out of my diet for five of the next seven days. So you set your own personal target, which is then five days. Yeah. Once you then hit those five days of the week, then you earn a badge yeah, okay. uh, that goes into your badge collection. And yeah. you will earn a, earn a badge for every stage that you complete. Because oh, okay. uh, every day consists of three stages. So is that the, the first week, the second week, and then the last two weeks? Is that right? Those yes, three, that's yeah. right. Brilliant. But we are, we're working on implementing much more gamification, much more... Um, many more, you know, f uh, functionalities around rewarding our users mm. than it's than it's in uh, in Aluna today. Yeah, and so what sorts of dares are on there? You've mentioned the um, the meat one, but what are some of the others that are on there? So, so there are. Um, um, I think we've got about 20, 20 different dares um, at the moment, if 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 not more, and they're dealing with. Um, well, we started out addressing waste, mm. waste in any shapes uh, and, and, and forms. So, so plastic waste, water waste, um, energy waste in the, in the sense of electricity. So, so there are dares around um, uh, moving to reusable cups and bottles, mm -hmm. helping you consume less water, um, turning the heating down, saving on electricity at home. There are dares now around um, changing diet, so uh, eating less meat. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, dares around uh, walking more, cycling more versus taking the car for, mm. for short, uh, short journeys. Um, dares around buying less, um, buying secondhand. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, yes, it's, it's becoming a fairly, um, fairly wide selection. And um, one we also launched recently was about digital decluttering. Oh, yeah. Because um, our consumption of digital services um, also leaves a pretty big, um, big footprint, mm. and uh, we've, we've built it there that helps people declutter their digital life. Yeah. So, how do you decide on the desk? Because obviously, there's so many different things we can do, and that's often the problem is that that in itself leads to sort of overwhelm of like, oh God, which which one do I do first, and where do yeah. I go? How did how did you guys decide on the first ones that you were going to put in there? And how do you decide on new ones as you add them in? 
so we decided based on on a couple of things. Uh, first of all, we were looking at what changes would have the most impact. And some of the things that have got the most impact are around changing your diet. Mm. It's around um, energy consumption. It's about it's about commuting. So so we've been looking at what dares have the most impact, mm-hmm. but also what are little things that we can all do easily without um, having any any material impact on our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also wanted to make sure that there was something for everyone. So um, um, so whether you are what we would call a light green. Right. So some, somebody who's just starting out, there should be some simple things to do, whereas the mid-greens might be ready to take on something that's a little bit more challenging. Mm, yeah. And do you do things like send reminders? You know, because I think if I'd sort of said, oh, I'm going to try and remember my reusable coffee cup, that's great. But like, I need someone to remind me that I'm going to do that. Like, is, is that yeah. possible? We do. So, oh, so yes, you can, you can decide to receive notifications um, in, the, in the, um, the form of, of push notifications mm. or in-app notifications that, um, that keep you on track. And, um, <laughs> and even if, if you miss a day or a couple of days, you can always go back and rate days that you have forgotten to rate. Ah, so, I see. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, are, we are helping you with reminders. <laughs> and um, like right at the very beginning, you said when um, you and your partner were sort of looking at to start making changes it felt quite lonely and and what you wanted yes. to create was uh you know a sort of community and almost like this LinkedIn where people can come and connect with each other and um, how does that work within the app um that's a really good question um and that's one of the um, the key things that we developed from the outset that each of the uh, the dares is being supported by a small community in app where you can communicate with like-minded who are taking the same dares as mm-hmm. you are so there is an, uh, a community element built into the app. What we also launched um, only a few weeks ago, so um, uh, in February this year, was uh, a team capability. So you can now team up with friends, family, and colleagues mm-hmm. to take these stairs together as teams. Oh, so you're okay. not alone. And, mm. um, and, and some of the next things we'll be building in are elements around competition. So healthy competition where you mm. can compete with your friends compete with your colleagues and uh, and thereby create sort of a game around becoming more sustainable yeah and I think that that kind of team element is is really powerful because sometimes one of the you know you're sort of making these changes and you kind of want to be able to talk to other people about it friends and family but you feel a bit like oh god they're a bit preachy or whatever but actually to be able to say oh guys I found this app and actually I'm really enjoying it do you fancy coming to to yeah. join in with me or who fancies having a having a go at less meat this month or who fancies that kind of for some reason that feels less I don't know confrontational or something you know it's, you're inviting people to join in with something rather than telling them off about something maybe that's it that, that's right and the way that you can do it with Aluna is you can either invite somebody to join Aluna or you can nominate somebody to take it there so oh, you, wow, can, you, yes. can, you can decide you want to nominate people which some people like, but yes. other people don't, or yes. you just want to invite somebody to join. So you've got both options. So what happens if I invite someone? Do they get an email or something? Um, that's up to you. So oh, you okay. can use any type of channel to invite people, email, uh, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, mm. um, you name it. Oh, okay, cool. And you mentioned about um, the sort of the app working for businesses as well. Yeah. So 
is that where this sort of team bit comes into it? Businesses can sign up to use it. It absolutely is. That is that is where we are going. So we decided last year that we were going to launch into the consumer space first, mm-hmm. because if a, if an app is not working for a consumer, mm-hmm. it's not going to work for an employee either. Yeah. Because at heart, we are all consumers, whether we are at work or if we are um, off work. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, what we are doing now is that we're building in all the business uh, functionality that companies need around leaderboards, around enterprise dashboards, mm-hmm. around visualization and, um, and tracking of, of CO2 impact yes. and also impact reporting. So all of that is something that we're launching as we speak. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, but not, not only for businesses, it's all also for universities. So we are now setting up ambassador programs for universities uh, where we're engaging students. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Iluna can also be used uh, by councils for citizen engagement around sustainability. Yeah, no, great idea. And I think to have that, um, some sense of that collective um, impact around, you know, whether it's carbon savings or number of plastic bottles yes. saved or whatever it is, is well for me and I don't know how it works for other people psychologically but that feels really important because so much climate action is intangible is yes. you know we don't necessarily see a result we cycle to work and um you know someone says oh you cycled to work well done that you know that but but there's no I always say to my audience you don't get a you know a thumbs up on whatsapp from a polar bear saying thank right. you it's um so it's it's very difficult and that feeds into that feeling of I'm too small to make a difference and that kind of thing. But actually, if you can see both your individual and your collective um, yes. impact as some kind of number that's that's increasing, I think that's hugely um, powerful. And certainly from a, a business or a university or a council perspective, to have some numbers that you can then share, whether that's for PR or whether that's as a kind of reporting, um, you know, as part of your um, key performance and all that sort of thing, it's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. But but I But I think it's also important to to recognize that different people um, will have different or they will be they will be motivated in different ways so what I what I mean with that is that um, some people understand co2 mm, yes for other people are like what well, the, emer- the majority yeah. of, of us don't and um, when we when we um, developed Iluna we actually decided not to lead with co2 because mm-hmm. it's very abstract mm-hmm. um, you know it, it's invisible um, so what we decided to do was instead focus on on measuring impact in units in metrics that everybody understands okay. like um, bottles cups kilos mm-hmm. of plastic uh, distance rather than than co2 Oh, so like the distance of a car driving or something exactly. like that. Yeah. But now we are getting CO2 calculations in through sort of the back door mm. rather than leading with CO2. Because what we also didn't want was for people to have to go through almost a CO2 audit before they yes. could even use the app. Yes. Um, that I've tried a few times and um, most people don't have patience for it. Mm. They want mm. to get started right away. They want to start taking some sort of action right away. Mm not having to fill out a lot of information before they can start using the app. Yeah. So, um, so we decided to sort of, you know, turn things on its head and, and approach it from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. And so what's the response been like from um, consumers and ordinary people get using it? It's been very, very positive. Um, I would also say we've learned a lot during the yes. first year because... Um, you, you launch an app and you think it's perfect, but then mm. you put it into the hands of people 
and they tell you you've got too much content, you've got too little content. We right. want more, more, more notifications. We want less notifications. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the first year we spent um, doing a lot of iteration and then really listening to our users and and optimizing the app. So, I think what we have arrived at now is something that looks beautiful and uh, and really works for for the vast majority of people. And and yes, we are getting a lot of really really good good reviews. And have you got any any way at the moment of sort of collating all the dares and all the actions that people have taken so far to have sort of some idea of of, you, of the impact of the app so far? Yeah, we do. So so we are measuring impact in um, in in terms of uh, as I mentioned, um, product saved, um, mm, mm. Uh, what goes to landfill, uh, what doesn't go to landfill, how many days people are able to um, save on water on electricity. Mm. All of that is being measured, and all of that data is available in the app when you take the dares. Oh, so amazing! You can see you can see your own Im- own impact, and you can also see the collective impact. Yeah. So, how many people do you know? How many people you've got signed up on it at the moment? Uh, it's uh, thousands and thousands. Um, we're not in the uh, the tens or hundreds of thousands, but um, but uh, no, it's it's growing very nicely. And what's do you have a like a goal in mind for? I mean, obviously, you know, it's a how long is a piece of string, but you know, is there a number where you'd go, yeah, actually, this is this is where we wanted it to be. So so we are looking at at Iluna from both a UK, a European, and a global perspective. Mm-hmm. We would like to become the leading um, sustainability engagement app um, for individuals and for businesses. Mm. And in order to get there and feel that we are there, then we do need to get to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of, of people. Mm. So, so that, is our, that is our ultimate goal. God, that, that feels scared. Like when you start saying millions, I'm like, whoo! Like, how does that feel? Well, to you? If, if if you look at it and and see what what apps like Olio or Too Good mm. to Go have been able to do in areas that are adjacent to ours, mm. or if you look at Headspace or um, yes. or Calm in in meditation and and and, and sleep, then mm. you know I think we've got absolutely the same opportunity here. Yeah, it's a big problem that we're tackling, and if we are not millions doing it, yes. then we're not going to get to where we need to be by 2030. Yeah, definitely. And I always feel a bit—I um, don't know—somehow grubby talking about um, kind of money and things. But you mentioned at the start that you know you had you needed this investment to to get yeah. it off the ground, and and um, there's always a bit of me with free apps thinking, well, how what how are you making any money? Is is the the um, move into business um space and think that that's going to be your revenue generating arm that's right and and it already is so we are we are signing deals with businesses as we speak uh and we're kicking off the first enterprise um installations in in only a week from now so um so yes revenue um is starting to come in from businesses and Mm. that is our number one revenue source but down the line, uh, we would like to be able to get to a point where we could also launch a premium version of the consumer app where you get more. Mm-hmm. But, um, but for a very long time, the consumer app will, will be free and there will always be a free version of Aluna. Mm. But yeah. yes, it's businesses, it's universities, it's, it's councils that we're looking to generate um, revenues from. And then in return, they get more functionality that they need to drive engagement around sustainability within yes. the workforce, within the population, within um, the, uh, the students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm super aware that I'm like jumping about all over the place, but I'm just like saying things as they occur to me in my usual way. 
in terms of the dares, like, so if yeah. I say, oh, I want to eat less meat to, uh, this week, or I want to drive the car less for those shorter journeys and things, is there a, a kind of, a, is there information there that will then help me? Like, can you point me to recipes? Can you, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. tell me how it's easiest to, I don't know, work out a bike route or so, that kind of thing? Yes, I and I think I forgot to mention that, but, but yeah, each of the dares um, are supported by a lot of information. Um, so yes, recipes, uh, information about tips and tricks, how you can save water, how you can save mm. electricity, for example. So there is a lot of information there, and it's up to you how much of it you want to consume. So you can you can really go into detail, yeah. or you can fast track through a dare if you feel that you know what you need to know. Mm. But it's it's all there. And I think when I was um, looking at it, am I right in saying that you know when when you're sort of looking at the dares or when you pick a dare, it gives you more information to kind of put it into context as to you know what what the impact is and why you yeah. might want to do that thing and all, because I think that's important as well isn't it it um it absolutely is yes yes helping to sort of drive those behavioral yes. changes and and, and and also depending on on how how your day goes so on a daily basis you go into Iluna and you will let let Iluna know if you have, if you've had a good day or a neutral day or if you weren't able to keep up the habit for, mm. um, for for that particular day and then based on your on your input you then get help that oh, will wow. help you get back on track next day for example if, yes. if you missed one day so we are we are, um, are listening to what people uh, respond with and mm. then based on the response we try to come up with the suggestions for uh, for how to make tomorrow better Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you touched on that. You said that one of the newest dares coming out is is the sort of digital decluttering. It's already out. Yes. Okay. And so, just this is probably the meanest question ever to ask. Briefly explain the impact of um, sort of digital clutter and our digital footprint. Um, so I don't have the the metrics in front of me, uh, but for, for example, if you are somebody like Ronaldo, you know, one of the most world's most famous football uh, players, when he puts out an Instagram post, just then what that one post would consume as much energy as powering a small house for a, a day, for example. Wow. Well, because then it appears on so many phones and on so many feeds. Exactly. And the... Exactly. Yes. And wow. every email we store has got some impact on, on, uh, you know, server storage, sure. your, your screen time uh, consumes energy. So, uh, there are many, many things to take into consideration. And, and also we as a business, the way that, the way that we are hosting our services um, also is something that we need to scrutinize. Mm, I was going to ask about that. We, we're, we're looking at our hosting and, uh, and, and we decided to go with, with, uh, with Google Cloud because Google is one of the most sustainable um, hosting solutions out there. Um, we've looked at our website and we know that our website needs optimization. So we as a business, we also know that we need to do something mm. ourselves to become greener. Yes. Um, but it's a journey for all of us. It's a journey for us as individuals. It's a journey for us as businesses. Yeah. And um, yeah, one, one step at a time in the right direction. Yeah. And I guess the great thing with something like iLuna is that, you know, digital footprints and things isn't, isn't maybe something that lots of us might think about. We might think about the meat or the um tra traveling and that kind of thing but th That's the right. fact that you know you can be on there and go oh gosh I didn't even know about this yeah I'm gonna have a go at have a go at that one and then invite some friends and all that sort of thing that that feels yes, really powerful. absolutely yeah brilliant 
so I guess where can we where can we come and find out more? Um, very easy. The, um, the easiest way is just to go to Google Play or Apple App Store and um, and search for iLuna. So spell A I L U N A. Brilliant, and that stands for something, doesn't it? Tell us what that. It um... does. It's um, it's Hawaiian, and it stands for aiming high or pointing at the moon. So oh, wow. So yeah, um, aiming high is what we do. Yeah. That's what we're striving to do. So A I L U N A. Yes. Um, and that's on Android and on um, iPhone and things. It is, yes. And you can also go to iluna.com, which is our website. Brilliant. We are publishing a weekly blog with a lot of really interesting information around sustainability. Yeah. Um, whether it's it's business, personal, um, whatever it might be. Mm. And you're on all the usual socials and things as well, are you? Oh, yes, we are. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, yeah. uh, a bit of TikTok as well. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> we are. I have no yeah. idea how TikTok works. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. So is this now like your sort of full-time, what you're focused on the whole time, or are you still having to do some some day job stuff to keep some money yeah, coming no, in? Um, Iluna is my 24-7 venture, wow. um, and it's been for, for three years now. Amazing. Um, the same for Helena and um, for our team, which is uh, now 25 people um, oh spread goodness. across nine countries. Uh, for some, it's uh, almost full time. For some, it's, it's part time. Mm. But, but yeah, we've, we've got um, a very, very committed team, as, again, spread over nine different countries. And is your, because um, you said that, you know, you were looking at UK, Europe and um, globally. Yes. Um, at the moment, is your sort of customer or whatever um, user base um, UK European is there a how, how is it split so so UK is number one that's where mm -hmm. we've got the most users um, also because we are a UK co um, company and um, our marketing our messaging our content mm. is very much um, UK optimized um, the US is number two and um, I think number three is uh, Germany Denmark or Lithuania one oh, okay. of those three yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, brilliant. So it's, it's spreading. Gosh, so does the, the app presumably have the capacity to be in different languages and all those kinds of things as well? It does. So wow. we've developed it in a way so that it can be localized, but everything today is uh, is in English. Yeah. But we can roll out a German version or French or Spanish without without too much uh, effort. And And some of the enterprises we are speaking with, they are requesting that. So it's absolutely coming. Amazing! Really exciting. Well, Very. Um, yeah, and I always, I always love talking to somebody who's kind of had an idea and then just sort of run with it and and made it happen. It's always really inspiring because I think so often we think, well, you know, what can I do? What difference can I make? And you and Helene, you know, started on your own sort of journeys and then thought, well, how can we amplify this? How can we make this bigger? Exactly. And, and I think that the whole time it's and and you know, not all of us is going to be able to develop an app or whatever it is, but we will all probably have some skill set somewhere or somebody else that we can influence. And um, yeah, it's always really inspiring. And that's exactly the way that we are looking at it. We were thinking, what can we do? What mm. are the skills we have to, to yes. make a difference? And that's why we decided to, to build an app. But this is a very, it, it's a little bit like, um, like uh, you know, building a plane and then flying at the, at, at the same time, trying to not fly <laughs> into things or, or crashing. 
Yes. So, so every day is um, is very exciting in the startup world. I can get exciting in air yeah. quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to launch it all in a in a pandemic and all those that, kinds of that is additional right. challenges that is right. and things as well. But but thank thank goodness we weren't too impacted by COVID because we are working remote most mm. of us, and uh, we've been able to execute um, despite despite yes. the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you for sharing that with us. And I'll put all those links in the in the show notes and hope you will get some people going and checking it out and signing up. And if anybody's listening and they're part of a green team at work or they want to get their, their work doing something, is there a contact form or something to fill out on the website? Um, I think the easiest is, um, is to just um, send me an email. Okay. Um, so Lars at iluna.com. Brilliant. I'll put, are you happy for me to put that in the show notes? sure you can you can do that you can do yeah. that um, and otherwise you can go to a website there's also a contact form there but okay i'm always available so um not, <laughs> 24 not, not, 7. A, not a problem that's right <laughs> brilliant oh fab thank you so much for your time and um yeah really good luck with it looking forward to following the journey oh, this was great thanks a lot jen You've been listening to Sustainable-ish, you wonderful sack of loveliness, with me, Jen Gale. Hopefully we've fired some neurons and we've got the old grey matter thinking about what changes you can make in your life this week to live that little bit more sustainably. Do let me know what that is. I love to hear about the changes that people are making, big or small, every single one counts. If you've enjoyed the show, and I hope you have, do hop over to iTunes to leave a comment or a review and then the bots at iTunes will cotton on to just how awesome it is and it will show up in more people's feeds. Or at least I think that's how it works. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you next time.